Welcome to this Jeremy Bamber and White House Farm podcast. This is the third episode in a sequence called A Life of Less Liberty, which is a series of four short pieces written by Jeremy reflecting on almost 36 years of wrongful imprisonment in which he discusses life in society. I wanted to tell you about the social dimension of my imprisonment and explain how things have changed for me since coming to prison. In my late teens, I was very lucky to have an older sister, who in the late 1970s was a very beautiful and popular model. Sheila and her modelling mates took me under their wings and showed me around all the sights of London, as well as introducing me to some of London's glitzy nightclubs on many enjoyable evenings. I think they saw me as a little mascot, and I made them laugh, and they felt safe with me. Even today, almost 36 years since I was sent to jail, I'm still in touch with some of them. As the new Romantic era in music came into fashion, it coincided with the years when I was doing A-levels at Colchester Technical College. I seemed to mix with all the trendy girls most of the time, as I was never a beer-with-the-lads kind of bloke. I always had a lot of gay friends too, though I'd mix easily with the young farmers locally. My friends generally were from a wide circle. I feel upset that I've missed out on all of their weddings, birthday parties, christenings and watching them become good parents or celebrate a change of career. I've even been denied the mourning process of saying goodbye at funerals. I've missed all the key times in the lives of my friends as I've not been able to share so many things with them or protect them when they were afraid or comfort them when they were hurt just to be there for my friends at any time of the day or night when they needed a kind word or listening ear. At the prison, there's just a concrete yard to walk around outside when we go out to exercise. No trees and no grass to enjoy or feel between my toes. But I do enjoy visits from friends on the outside and it's great to catch up on how everyone's doing. Obviously, this has been impossible in the last 16 months, as social visits in person have been stopped because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But hopefully, I'll be able to see my friends again very soon. When friends are happy, that's easy, of course. But when they have a crisis, that's when I feel it, as I'm unable to help them in any tangible way. So I'm left feeling useless as a friend and powerless to help, which is tough. I have friends who are the same age as my nephews, Nicholas and Daniel, and it's always heartbreaking thinking about the lives those friends live and thinking about the boys doing the same had their lives not been cut short in the tragedy. But I also love the enthusiasm for life that my younger friends have. Their career opportunities now are worldwide and available to anyone who works hard and wants it enough. When I still had my liberty, I used to go to the gym, not as frequently as I do now, but I liked to keep fit, and working on the farm also naturally helped to keep me strong. Being healthy is something you don't think about when you're younger, but coping with the stress of coming to prison as an innocent man has been difficult. One of the great ways to help with pressure is by going to the gym, whatever type of activity you're into. It makes a huge difference. The prison regime encourages sport and sports training. I've done many different activities over the years, 
including football and other team games, but I really do prefer to lift weights rather than aerobic exercise. I'm dedicated to my gym sessions, which are really enjoyable. Another way of stress relief is through yoga, and this is something I learnt in prison a long time ago through classes, and I've continued to use it since then. It makes up part of my physical therapy routine to keep supple, centre myself in difficult times, and it adds to my overall well-being, because prison is a naturally stressful environment. I have, of course, made friends inside prison, and I remember doing time in Gartree with Yusuf Abdullahi, one of the Cardiff Three, wrongly convicted for the murder of Lynette White. Yusuf was a very nice man and a great friend at the time, which is why I was upset by his tragic death a few years ago. I felt the injustice of the time in prison which he had lost as a result of his wrongful conviction. We used to share our thoughts about what life would be like when our convictions were overturned, and I know at the time neither of us would have believed that his freedom would be taken by his early death and that I would still be imprisoned even now. Jeremy If you want to lend your support to Jeremy Bamber, you can write to him in the UK using the number A5352AC, HM Wakefield, 5 Love Lane, Wakefield, WF29AG, or see our website for details at www.jeremy-bamber.co.uk.